Hi, Jay Fallon. Thanks for listening to the Slippery Slope. So listen, I I saw a story, it was last week, and uh, Andrew Bolt was talking to uh, Avi Yemeni, and uh, they were talking about the, well, Avi's security guard was arrested by the Victorian police. And in the end, the Victorian police had to uh, had to compensate his security guard $150,000. Now, you know, there were there's a lot of things that's gone on in Australia regarding police in the last couple of years. Uh, personally, I feel like police have misused a lot of their powers. And I, I hear commentators putting everything back on on the political powers uh, in on the hierarchy. I personally think that they're letting some of the police, the on-the-ground police, they're letting them off a little too easily, personally. Because, for instance, when I was at the academy, what you were told was that you are a police officer, you're not a soldier. You're not supposed to just mindlessly follow orders. You're, you're, fo- you're supposed to follow orders. But if you believe, if you can see that there's something wrong with the orders, that there is something unlawful, that can't be justified, immoral, unethical, it's up to you to stand up and question orders. You're not a soldier. You're a police officer. And I believe police officer, from constable to senior sergeant, not sure about the rest, (laughs) the other grades, but uh, yeah. Your 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 role is to serve the community where you're living. That's your role to serve the community, to uphold justice, to uphold law and order. It's not to bully. It's not meant that you can intimidate people. These are the things you're not supposed to do. So I was listening to this report. I'll see if I can share some of the videos uh, that I saw. But uh, so Avi Yemeni talking to, well, the one I saw was when he was talking to uh, Andrew Bolt about the security guard. So I'll, uh, I'll bring this up and we'll, I'll share this for you. during one of the lockdown protests where he was protecting me while covering the other side of the story. Well, today I can reveal that the matter has finally settled with police forced to pay a massive six figures in damages. So that's Arby, okay, reporting that, yeah, his security guard, six figures, 150,000, I believe it was. I believe that's what they reported, 150000 for an unlawful arrest. Uh, the, the reason why I want to talk about this, so last year I also did a, an episode uh, last year in September. I'm going to bring this up and show you. Uh, now, this is regarding uh, the police, another a woman charged with, uh, with incitement. They went and arrested this lady about just before nine at night in her pajamas. She's pregnant. She's like 30 something tiny little thing. Arrest her in her pajamas for a, uh, you know, for, for something, um, for a post that she put up on Facebook. And this was, I'm just going to show you here. Here's the episode I did. This is the, uh, the episode that comes up, um, 
on my uh, on the slippery slope uh, spot uh, podcast area. If you can go, you can go to uh, the Spotify and look. So it's police drop anti lockdown incitement charge against Ballarat woman Zoe Bueller. So, and the reason why I want to talk about Zoe last year is because I'd seen this numerous times when police, in my opinion, okay, just my opinion. They're misusing powers. They go and arrest someone like Zoe. They know very well the arrest is, well, while it may be, may, slightly may, it may be lawful. It's not warranted. It can't be, really can't be justified. The amount of force, the intimidation that they use. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's just wrong in what they do. And yet they go, they arrested uh, yeah, someone like, like Zoe um you know and and then hold these charges over her head i think that the the worst thing about it is they hold this charge over her head and then uh and, and then they decide two years later that they're going to that they're going to drop the charges so zoe in the end in the end she never got to have her day in court because they held the charges over her head you you can't move on. You can't, uh, you know, it makes it harder to get on with your life because you've got serious charges hanging over your head. You're waiting around for your court date, two years. And then at the last minute they decide, well, I don't think they decide. I think that they, they knew a long time earlier that they would drop the charges before she can go to court. They drop the charges because they know that they're going to lose. So you had that. Now you also had... In, uh, in the state of Victoria again, you also had the pastor who was arrested, uh, uh, again, charged with incitement. He was also held, uh, he was also held in, in solitary, um, no bail, held in remand for seven days, I believe it was. But here, we'll, we'll listen to uh, Alan Jones talking about this. Australia. Monica, well done on the interest you've mobilised, but there's some dreadful stuff going on, isn't there? What is the story about Pastor Paul Furlong? Well, you know, when a pastor who runs a charitable organisation and goes overseas to Asia to save children from sex trafficking and poverty, if he is a criminal for trying to run a prayer service on a Sunday, for the people that um, need him for that, uh, if he's a criminal, Alan, then this is a this is a worrying he, road he, that we're going. He down. refused. He refused, Monica, to close his church. So he's now, I believe, in custody without bail. That is correct. They actually uh, raided his home as well. They actually arrested him before the service, so the service did go on without him. But yes, he's in custody without bail, and he's not pleading guilty to incitement because he doesn't believe that's a crime that he's committed a. So there you go. So you had this, this all happened you know, during the COVID lockdowns or whatever, about 2021. Um, 2020, 2021, you had uh, the pastor arrested. You had that Zoe Bueller arrested. Incitement, incitement. Uh, you know, you had uh, Arby's security guard, you know, on the ground, handcuffed, unlawfully arrested. Oh yeah, okay. We'll, we'll give you a hundred and fifty thousand dollar payout. Um, Arvi himself also had a uh, 
he was issued an apology. I'll see if I can bring that up here. And uh, a lot of you probably knew about this from, again, from Victorian police. So it says here, you know, 26th of Jan, January 2020, Yemeni was arrested, uh, conducting numerous video interviews with pay the rent protesters. Again, 5th of September 2020, Yemeni was arrested, uh, Victorian police by Victorian police, conducting numerous video interviews, recording events at the Lockout Law Rally, 26th of Jan 2021, detained by Victoria police while conducting video interviews. Uh, on each occasion, Mr. Yemeni was wrongfully, wrongfully arrested and detained by members of Victoria Police. So, you know, Victoria Police sincerely, sincerely apologises for the hurt and embarrassment. Uh, so, you know, you've got this pastor, did nothing wrong. He puts out a Facebook notice saying, hey, I'm not shutting the church down. We we closed down for a little bit. We reopened. They've announced another shutdown. I'm opening up. This is not right. It is actually, well, it's against what the Bible teaches. Uh, you're not supposed to forsake the coming together of the saints, especially in the last days. I think it says in Ephesians 10, something like that. Anyway, it's just not, you're not supposed to do it. Okay, as a Christian, you're ob and as a pastor, you are really obligated to keep your church going. Then you have Zoe Bueller, as I reported on in uh, September of last year. You know, she has these charges for incitement hanging over her head. Police use this. And it's this is this is my main concern at the moment with police all around Australia. The government using police as their own personal army, military, using them to go and crack down on innocent people, ladies wearing pyjamas who are pregnant, little things who are like, you know, five foot nothing. Let's go and arrest her and put handcuffs on her at nine o'clock at night. And then they'll just hang those charges over people as a as a way of controlling people. You know, the pastor wasn't allowed to talk about anything, not allowed to discuss anything with uh, Arvi's security guard. He was arrested unlawfully, given this good payout, 150000 I hope he wasn't hurt, because if he was hurt, if he was injured, 150000 isn't enough. But anyway, given $150,000, um, still he's not allowed to talk about it. He can't talk about it. Arvi went on and... and did a report about it, but the security guard, I believe, from what I've heard, he's not allowed to discuss anything. And then Arby himself, okay, who was apologised for being arrested or detained, was it three times? Unlawfully. So you've got all this. And then let's look at this story. The Lord's Prayer could be dumped from Victorian Parliament. Again, Victoria. So this happened, I believe, it was just last week. So Victorian Parliament returns for 2023. MPs will once again rise to the Lord's Prayer regardless of their religious beliefs. Uh, but days appear numbered for the long-standing tradition. The end, uh, and now 
the Lord's Prayer, the government, they don't want the Lord's Prayer. The Andrews government, uh, Labor governments made an election promise to workshop a replacement for the Lord's Prayer at the start of this term. The commitment was brokered after crossbencher Fiona Patton pitched a motion in 2021 to replace the prayer in the upper house with a moment of silent reflection, a move back by some religious figures. Ms. Payton, an atheist, lost the upper house seat, but has initiated a petition to encourage people. <laughs> so she lost her seat. She lost her seat. And they're still running with this petition anyway to write to Premier Daniel Andrews and Attorney General Jacqueline Sims to honour their promise. <sighs> There's something rotten in Victoria. There's something rotten in the Victorian government. There's something rotten in our police. And not just the police in Victoria and the police in the whole nation at the moment, I believe. Police, as we could see with all those examples in Victoria, are quick. For one, I, I just don't, un I don't know. I find it hard to understand whether they just don't know the law and they don't know what they're actually allowed to do. Or they just, they know and they just don't care. How can you arrest someone was it three separate times and they're all unlawful arrests how does that happen and and then you arrest his security guard as well and that's an unlawful arrest and you have to pay 150 grand how can you rest not just arrest go to a woman's house just before nine at night because you know that's when the warrants get kicked out and then She's in her pajamas. She's five foot nothing. You've got four people standing around. You put handcuffs on her. She's pregnant. And then you'll just leave those charges hanging over her as a nice little reminder, a nice little threat for two years. You arrest a pastor for incitement because he said he's going to have church tomorrow. Leave the charges hanging. Hold him in remand. There's something rotten within the police and within in the Victorian government, there's something foul. I think what it is, is their disdain towards God, towards the Bible, towards anything holy, their absolute disdain. Why I want to talk about all of this because And I don't believe it's just, I believe there's a, a correlation between Victoria's disdain for Christian values, Christian morals, the Bible, the God of the Bible, their disdain for the God of the Bible. I believe there's a direct correlation between that and the way the state of Victoria is run, the way they use their police more as a military rather than actual police. And I believe the nation as a whole is seeing a move away from police officers who actually know the law, who actually know how to uphold the law and arrest lawfully and justifiably. And instead, we want a police force that will just follow orders, will not question anything, 
We want police in their prosecution that will gleefully, joyfully just hold charges over people. Police that don't want, I'm not saying it's all police, please hear me. There are a lot of really good police out there still. I know know a lot of them, but we're getting a younger crowd moving in that are, that seem to be way more likely to arrest first, ask questions later. Just follow, yep, oh, I'll go and arrest him. Okay, I'll go and do that. have no idea why. As we see what's happening in Victoria, just doing unlawful arrests. If you if, if you think about what's happened with Harvey, you'd think, well, every every second time he deals with police, it's unlawful on their behalf. But what is happening in our nation? What is happening in the state of Victoria? There is something completely foul happening in the state of Victoria and it's seeping across the rest of the nation. And when I saw this, the video, when Arvi made the announcement and they were talking, he was talking with, I think it was Andrew Bolt was where I first saw the report about how Victorian police had to pay his security guard 150000 for an unlawful arrest. I just thought well, this, this has happened just way too many times. We, the people, cannot just allow these things to keep happening. We cannot just sit idly by and allow people to be arrested for such trivial things as what they say is incitement, but when it's just someone putting a post up and venting on Facebook, someone putting a post up and saying, hey, we're going to go, we're going to have church tomorrow. Someone doing their job and they've got a security guard there and then the security guard gets arrested. Someone doing their job and gets arrested multiple times and every time is unlawful. But it's happening way too much in Australia. I saw that report, thought, man, you got 150 grand, yeah. But what about all those other people who didn't get the apology like Harvey got, who didn't get the 150 grand, who just went through the torture of being charged, getting held, getting arrested and put inside a, a cell and put inside the watch house? Good people who go through what's really a disgusting and dehumanizing act. And, you know, if you're a criminal, if you're a, if you're a thug, I've got no pity for you. But if you, you've just been at the mercy of police who are just abusing their powers and not just the police, but the government who are abusing their powers, Why is it that we Australians are just allowing these things to continue on and we're sitting idly by? Serious question. Where are we as a nation where we, we stop, we we stop pushing back and, and I don't mean, mean pushing back unlawfully and causing harm to other people. But, uh, you know, we, we stop pushing back and making a noise, making a voice heard, pushing back and saying, no, no, we cannot just allow the government and the, you know, and the police to just, uh, to just keep moving on and just forget about 
the sins of the past, which is only one year, two year, and three year ago. Keep reminding how you did this to us. You did this to us. You remember that? Remember what you did to the past? Remember what you did to that woman? Remember all the unlawful rest that you did when the COVID lockdowns were on? You did that to us. Because if we don't stand up and keep putting it in their face and keep reminding the government that they allowed unlawful arrests, they allowed charges to hang over people's heads and then pull them at the last minute, unjustifiable arrests, unjustifiable charges. If we don't keep reminding governments and we don't hold them accountable, well, we're, we're really no better. We have to stand up, hold our governments accountable, hold our government figures accountable, make sure our police are accountable. It's not good enough to arrest someone unlawfully, you are assaulting them. You're guilty of an assault when you un- when you arrest someone unlawfully, and yet you're just allowed to walk away and say, "Oh, here's an apology letter." Or oh, here, the government's going to give you some money. Or oh, here, we're just going to drop the charges now. Forget about it. This is not good enough. Let me know what you think. Thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope.